0: All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of 4GQ TV tonight. Uh, we have a, a smaller panel. Uh, Cozy's motherboard is getting repaired. Uh, so we have the co-host with the most, the most electrified man. Oh, YouTube. dear
1: God. He screws this up every week. <laughs> Wait, he's talking about me? Yeah, he's talking about you. We're trying to.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, if you guys hear it. Hope you guys don't hear an echo. Okay, there I don't we know. go. There we go. I fixed. it. I fixed it. I had an echo on my end. So let me let me do that one more time <laughs> for all of you. No comment. <laughs> the most electrifying man in all YouTube land. We have Flemish P Kizzle. <laughs>
2: oh God. I don't know. Uh... You know, we're gonna get past the introductions because I know that's probably the most cringiest part of the show, but check this out. Um, I appreciate being here. Look, man, there's so much stuff going on. I don't even know if you have time to go over everything. So we try to we're gonna try to hit the uh, the hot, saucy, spicy uh meatballs that fly eat sheet and uh Ooh. go through that this night. Wait, what? Yeah, don't worry about it. Um so yes. <laughs> Yeah, so, yo, thanks for coming through. Um, it's been uh, the the week, but man, it's it's Black History Month, man. It's already February. We just got through celebrating the first of the year. Time goes fast, bro. Like, it is what it is. But you know, let's keep the move. We got some things to get into.
0: Yeah, all right. And then we have the ever wonderfully happy, positive very tasteful celebrity pineapple no
1: no no no, no. See, say celebrity and or you know happy and positive i know you ain't talking about me uh, cause, you know. uh, hey everybody how's it going i'm just chilling you know having a slow week which is a good thing so that's it i'm excited to talk about whatever we're supposed to talk about today Think we have topics. Yeah. But are they hot topics? Yeah. Ooh.
0: They're hotter than spicy pineapple. Oh damn. Oh getting no, good at yes. I am not the pineapple. Good at this. Alright. Well, we have the next panelist here. The Belgium Sensation across the nation. Who made a rap song for earlier about eating candy and never having tooth decay? It is the one. The only, glitzy Flemish. Ooh, it's
3: Flemish, yeah. I'm I'm here, guys. Of course. Um, I'm I'm always happy to be here. So, just get the show, Klaus. Come on, let's go. Let's right, go. Yeah, let's
0: go. Rah. PK, <laughs> take it away.
2: Oh, you're talking to me again. Ah. Uh, so, anyways, hey, so. Uh, for some reason, he keeps uh, passing the ball to me, but I, I guess I'll take it to the to score. Um, so, anyways, man, hey, listen, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. I don't even know where I want to start, uh, man. Let's, let's 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 do some controversial stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about oh. the uh, Embracer Group selling Tomb Raider to. Amazon for six hundred million.
0: Did they sell it or did they lease it? You know,
2: no, they sold they, the IP. They now own Tomb Raider. So mm-hmm. I believe that Embracer Group bought Tomb Raider for three hundred mil, so they actually made profit. But six hundred million sounds like a drop in a bucket. But I don't know. That may be me. So I, I start with this. Let's go around and it sounds like crazy stuff right now. You know, I'm looking at Flemish, you know, he's got that look, that blank spot on his face. And I, you know, I I, I
1: uh, <laughs> don't worry, I got, you he know, always, I, he always uh, has that blank stare. That's just the way it is. That's, yeah.
2: Yeah. He he's like cartoon character. So Flemish. I don't know if you heard about this but what do you think this means for amazon and i didn't even know this was happening this came out of nowhere well to praise a huge franchise
3: right i'm i'm actually shocked that they uh that they bought it um so shocked that they bought it
2: or are you shocked that it was sold to amazon
3: yeah i'm just shocked That's what in she general said. right yeah. this i i I do love this franchise, right? I, I love the games, like, especially new ones. But the old the old favorites, right? From to play 1, 2, and 3 and stuff. Like, they were also really great back in the day. But I, I'm, I just hope that we get more games and that we get more uh, movies and stuff out of it. Um, maybe see. You,
2: so you said games. Yeah. When did Amazon publish a successful game? Uh, Don't worry, don't worry. New World,
3: New World world is still a successful game.
2: Is it? Yeah. I mean, concurrent players.
3: Don't worry, don't look Uh, it
2: up. We're going to skip past that because not that many people know what New World is. But this is Tomb Raider we're talking about. Do you think that uh, Amazon's going to publish some games? I'm pretty sure they'll do some movies or TV series, but games?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amazon gaming studios, I mean they do have games, so maybe we can get more. I don't know. I'm
2: just hoping. So Flamish approved this message. I'm gonna go ahead and move on to uh, our uh, our uh, you know our most uh experienced panel member. And uh you know, I'm sure he has a lot that he can share with us on this topic. So uh Oh, what do you think about this, man? Uh, How you feel that this? Do you think this is a good deal? Do you think there'd be games coming out because of this?
1: Uh, I think it may serve two purposes. One, Embracer Group is a uh, they're a uh, investment group, so for the fact that they sold it to make money makes sense. That's kind of what they do. They're not really into the whole, you know. Yes, they have a gaming division, all that, but their main thing is investment. You know. Um, and then Amazon buying it, I think it goes beyond games. I think it also goes. They may be doing it to make content for Amazon Prime, because we, you know, we could see a, you know, Tomb Raider TV show, Tomb Raider movies, you know, all kinds of stuff. Do you so, think they? Are, do you think they will publish some games? Tomb games? Uh, possibly, yeah. They, they might. What they, what they might do is license it out to, uh, you know to whoever, EA or, you know, whatever group they want to license it out to. Yeah. I mean, think about this. They bought the IP, but not the studio.
2: Right. You notice that? They didn't get Crystal Dynamics. The nope. people who've been doing to it, they just got the IP. Which means, it, which
1: opens them and up, which means, no, well, no, because it opens it up. Because they could, they could, like I said, they could license it out to other studios for other purposes, you know. Okay. Uh, shout out to uh, she knows she's
2: knowing. Uh, comments. He says it's been announced they're gonna publish the next one. I just find it odd. Do you, I mean, because we we I think Tomb Raider is like a household name now. And do we really trust? Do we really trust Amazon in publishing this? Um, <laughs> Clowns, what you think, there, bro?
0: Well, I think, you know, on Amazon's behalf, it's kind of like a smart move. And I say that because Amazon needs, Amazon really needs something to help bolster their studios. They need IPs, existing IPs that will bring attention to them. They haven't done the greatest job at that. I mean, uh, what's the final Lost World, I think it is, did pretty well at its inception. But it had problems. It had a lot of problems at first, blowing graphic cards and everything. So, I mean, a, a Steam franchise like Tomb Raider, Will definitely help Amazon and get people over there. Now, th- here's going to be the tough part, right? There, if they want this to succeed, it's got to be multiplat because people are not going to go to Luna just for Tomb Raider. I do not think that will happen. They need to make sure they keep this multiplat at least for a little bit, and then they can always do something special for Luna with the Amazon with the Tomb Raider title, but keep that separate from the you know the main franchise. You know what I mean? Like do their top-down dungeon exploring, whatever, Tomb Raider, on Luna, that's fine. But give us that good multi-plot stuff that you can deliver. Amazon has the money. Don't be cheap with this. Also, I'm kind of curious to see what direction Amazon's going to take the franchise. Are they going to go with it and make it so that Tomb Raider is a little bit more mature? Um... Are they going to make it so that Tomb Raider is a little bit more adult-themed and then do a TV show with it or a TV series with it or maybe even movies? I'm kind of curious on that because if they do that, that will also bring people into Amazon Prime. They have a lot of potential here. But they also are known to have really been messy in the past with stuff and cancel stuff and, and canc- you know cancel titles, get rid of studios, whatever. So you just gotta be careful with this, man. It's 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 a golden egg, but the uh, the goose is wounded.
2: You know, I I mean I I get that too, man. I was just a little shocked. This came out of nowhere. They sold they they bought the IP double the price of what uh racing group bought it for,
1: and I was like, they didn't even get the studio. Yeah that 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 part that part is interesting because. They, you know, like we've talked about with x they, there's always that they return on investment. do they really think they can make that much money off of the Tomb Raider IP in a you know well decent see, amount of time when
2: you think about it, Amazon does have a movie and TV division now, so yeah they they could definitely do stuff Um, it's the gaming part that I'm questioning man because that's that's what we love so um yep. and they don't have a good track record so the it's kind of like, what, what are they going to do? I don't know, man. Um, at the end of the day, we got to wait and see for show. Um, and we got other stuff. So I, I definitely, and I'm not trying to rush anybody, but I definitely want to top on some of these things that's crazy that just drop. Like, yo, Epic and Iron Galaxy. I know you know Iron Galaxy is that outsourced uh, team that uh, kept Killer thing going after Amazon swiped up the studio that created it. Um, they're shutting down, uh, Rumbleverse after six months.
1: Yeah, I was really surprised to see they were giving up on it that quick, but has anybody played Rumble? I had it installed. I just didn't get a chance to play it. I played Uh, it a little bit. It it, it was a fun game.
2: It's just a brawler. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, was it, um. What's that game type again? The the, you know, where you got last to see your last person or something. Is
1: that what um, that I don't it's, think is. Uh, like, well, I know it was pretty much the same as Brawlhalla and the same as the WB one, and yeah. You know. But I mean, it's like a you got a survival aspect to it, right? At least so. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I never got. I couldn't really play it that well because of the way it was made up. I could, you know, I was not very good at it. So it didn't look
2: bad. I just never. I mean, and maybe it's just me, yeah. and maybe, maybe other people felt the same way. Like it doesn't look bad. It just didn't uh, grab right. you enough to feel like you just needed to turn it on right now. I don't know. Uh, Flemish, did you try Rumbleverse?
3: No, I see videos of the game, but I haven't tried it myself. I was not interested. You looked like you was about
2: to cry when I told you that it was shutting down, so that's why I waited to yeah. call on you. I'm <laughs> just saying no. you look no, I'm pretty just sad. Yeah. You don't you don't care about Rainbow Verse? You don't feel no. bad? Shut down games. There's so games? many.
3: There's months? so many video games, and if I have to choose, like the multiplayer battle royale kind, that's like the least. Uh, battle royale. So I'm it with... is
2: a battle royale. All right yeah it's
3: like a better way out Rumbleverse. you're wrestling type um i'm wrestling animal
2: yeah, it's like I'm wrestling, wrestling an animal I don't know about that yeah, there's like animal
3: people. faces and stuff i i I'm thinking about the correct game, right Rumbleverse. i have to have to be. I want to be... Yeah, it's the one with the chicken head and stuff. Yeah. It's like you're wrestling. You're wrestlers just going around the map, killing each other, like trying to knock each other out, basically, and trying to be the first one. Chicken dinner. Yay. Just not my type of game.
2: I think it is your type of game. You just didn't play it. You, I'm going to just no, tell the people I in the audience, you know what Flemish likes to play? It's another... A we brawler game that you can't even control the people, you just do all this, and then people. Oh, get you done. mean that game? Yeah, I know. That's all you do. You can't control nothing. It looks crazy. What is that game called? Yeah, uh, Gang Beasts. See, so it is this yeah. type of game. But that's the worst yeah, kind of game. Game beast, but, is the worst.
3: Uh, that's not a battle royale where you have a large map and you have to run around and kill maybe two or three people Ooh. sometimes, right? That you come across almost no one and then you have to be the one. Like in this, it's a small map. You actively see each other the whole time.
2: Yes. Yeah, don't play that game. If you value your, yeah. your gaming career, don't, don't even do it. Don't even, don't even do it. Uh, but I do appreciate your opinion there, Flemish. Um oh. Miles, did you play uh, Rumbleverse? I did. Did I? Oh girl. Are you girl. sad it's shutting down after six months?
0: No. I mean it just It you know, it didn't really catch on with me. It was almost like Yeah, I would say So shiz no. It had like a little bit of Smash Brothers feel with uh, Fortnite kind of feel with wrestling, the way you body slam and do different things. Um, so, I don't know. It just didn't really catch on with me. What's up, Lemon?
2: So, I, I mean, I didn't get the chance oh. to play. I, I could now, but I mean, it's should now. So, it's kind of like not really vested. Um, so, I, I feel like it is kind of sad to see games come and go. Honestly, I didn't think it looked bad. I just think it didn't uh wasn't able to capture the masses to be honest. Um kind of like the uh what's the other game that they the epic bought the um uh, with the with the little men's and you got to go through the little obstacle course was that
1: um oh. you know what I'm it fall is
2: guy. Fall Guys Fall guy. Guys there you go. Yeah. It did capture the same appeal even though Fall Guys is a little more simple.
1: So uh, Epic
2: different though. If you look at Epic that's all they want to invest into is games as a service games. You know, they, that's all they want to be about. So they're not interested in uh, uh, selling one-offs. Anyways, was uh let me see here so we can start bashing on these changes on Halo. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on here in Halo. A lot of stuff that came out When he was talking about... So, uh, Xbox, uh, I think I seen a tweet where they said they hit the nuclear button. Man, They're just going to reboot this entire Mm series. They're going to wipe it and start over. And they're going to start with cleaning house, dumping the slipstream engine, and going with Unreal 5. And they're going to... They're doing a lot. Shifting teams around, some people getting new uh, getting, you know, new jobs and, you know, there's going to be a new direction. 343 won't be directly developing again. It'll be like a supervisory role and they're going to let these new teams come in and just, you know, give their little spin on it. So going back to clowns, I'm going to pass it before, because I know this is a blow up moment. Um, first of all, clowns, uh, could you tell me first, honestly, how do you feel about Halo getting rebooted or all this stuff happening? You can touch on all that, and then you can say some of the people who got you know repositioned, restructured, and then also, what about this dropping the slipstream? engine for unreal that seems kind of crazy because that engine was built for halo and then they just you know what i'm gonna do a square we're just gonna go with unreal and be done
0: with it all right all right i like turtles um so oh geez so what i want to say to that is that i think that all the shifting and moving around they're probably i mean let's face it um Some of it probably had to do, unfortunately, with the layoffs, right? And we're not really going to touch that on this episode today. But some of it probably had to do with the layoffs. The other part is that they're probably moving teams and people around um, to see where they fit together to work better, work more coherently, and and, um, get the skill set needed in the right places. So if they're moving, they're changing engines they're going to want people more experienced with Unreal. And maybe there's a lot of people there that can just pick up from it, from the slipstream engine. I'm not sure what the big differences are because I'm not a developer. But I do think that Unreal is going to really make Halo a, a, a kind of different experience, maybe a more current-looking, feeling game. I just think that Unreal is a great a current,
2: more-looking, feeling game. Yeah. I heard yeah.
0: that. yeah.
2: You're so fired. it doesn't look current.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I said that poorly, right? Poor choice of words. No, no,
2: no. You said it's, it how you It's felt. a
0: poor choice of words. The game... No,
2: no, no, no. Listen, nah.
0: the game does... The game looks good. I can't say that it doesn't look good. No, no, no. But I think that... It doesn't look modern
2: is what you said. You said it does
0: not look... <sighs> oh, now I'm going to be stuck with that, right? No, no. That's uh, right. No, but I... I think that Unreal has some potential there to make things look better than Slipstream can make them. All right. More visually appealing, more visually aesthetic. Maybe um just
1: I like Slipstream personally. I think the engine has a lot to, a lot of promise. Well you've been around oh, yeah.
0: forever. Just like the engine. You gonna
2: install it? I wrote the wheelchair? very first were, they,
0: <laughs>
3: were they hold on. Were they not saying that um like I know it was posted somewhere, right? They were talking about the Slipstream engine that they had to put in code, like patch some stuff together because it didn't want to work properly. Or am I wrong with that?
2: I don't know. I don't know what you read right. there, Flemish.
3: No, I don't know where I read it anymore. I'm just thinking about it, right? That's one oh. of the things I heard about uh, for, uh, 343. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Like probably... Lemon knows more about that because he's a huge
2: Halo fan,
3: right? He knows he knows this stuff about Halo. Apparently, he doesn't but-
2: because Clown says it doesn't look modern. Okay.
3: <laughs> but Halo yeah. does look modern. I don't understand. Like it looks good when you see that game running. How it runs, it's just good. It's not bad at all. Oh. Well,
1: and and, it, and it, to me, it feels better than than the older Halos as well. That's why. I hope that even if they're not going to use the engine for Halo anymore, that they don't just kill Slipstream. That either they sell it off to a developer or they use it for something else. Slipstream is is a great engine for what it does. It really is. So I hope it's not the last we're going to see of it.
2: I'm sorry. Before I move on, because, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Clowns, the, the panel really jumped in because they itching to talk about Halo. Was you done with your your uh, opinion on this
0: um you know
2: i i cannot or do you want to go back to the it doesn't look modern i mean i'm okay with that we could always go back yeah. to that and, go on and dig down into why it doesn't look modern to you
0: well uh i i don't know man i think the multiplayer the way that it's set up now uh, it's kind of, it feels a little bit outdated, the multiplayer, right? I, a lot of fans, hardcore fans, are probably going to be upset that I said that. But that's just how I feel. I think that the multiplayer feels kind of outdated. And it needs a refreshed overhaul kind of look, feel, smoothness, transition, and also another problem is smooth,
1: it's smooth, dude. It's the smoothest Halo we've had. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, Paul.
2: Let him get it out. Jeez. Let him get it out. You can rebut. If yeah, you want
0: yeah. True. It. True. Same. No, but okay. So hear me out on this, right? I think that all the Spartans having the same exact abilities and you're not, the other side doesn't play as any banished or any other creature from the Halo universe. I think that is a detriment to the series today because I think today people want to be able to play versus each other, almost like how Call of Duty set up, right? Like you got whether you're um, the, the okay or Rainbow Six, your special ops, and you're you're another ops on the other side. Call of Duty, you're, you represent like one country, whether it be Russia, United States, or a, a, a fraction of a military group. You know, and I think Halo kind of needs that. I think they need a side where players play as the Banished, a side where the players play as Spartans. And not everyone has the same ability. Let's give them different so abilities. So
2: you're saying you you want them to have an identity. Yes. You want to feel like you have an identity if you're playing as, as characters, is what you're saying. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's that's definitely true. I kind of want them to have an identity. I want to be able to feel like I'm playing as somebody that I can relate to, or has an ability that I really like. Like, and this is a bad example for
1: me because you. So, know. so you wanted like every other multiplayer battle royale game. No, so you wanted think- like the older, the old, uh, like the yeah. older style. <laughs> guys, guys,
2: come on! I
3: think I didn't get it no, out. No, no. Although, hold on. There was There was a Halo. I I, I played uh, like the the Halo collection, right? Mm-hmm. The the big one with the five with the five games in there, the four games. I'm sorry if I butchered this, right? I don't remember exactly. I'm not that big of a Halo fan, but I do enjoy Halo. Um, but in the older games, there was this game mode tell. where you could play against the evil guy, uh, like the the banished, or, or no, not the banished, but the alien type covenant, right? The covenant, yes, that was name. Um, and <laughs> then you were different sides, right? I'm sorry if I put you this. I don't want to get shot. Lemmy's got to kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. So you want it to be more like that class? But then in the new one?
0: Uh, I'm thinking more like Overwatch in a sense, right? How you have different characters for different reasons. You have like a, a tank that... like a hero shoot like a hero yeah. shoot
3: no oh, no no don't make oh, don't make Halo into a hero shooter come on that'd be horrible
2: I, hold on okay uh, let him finish his thought he has an opinion I'm sorry I'm no
0: that's alright no I think I'm done I think you guys get the gist where I'm going oh yeah you're done yeah
1: you're definitely done yeah. this... alright
2: so can, can, can <laughs> Flemish stumble over his words enough to get it out Go ahead. Yeah. You you could you apparently well, have an
3: emotional reaction. What, what do you go ahead? Sorry, sorry PK. What what oh, did ahead. you say? Last thing? I, I don't know what to say anymore. Hmm. Just just I, I don't I don't agree part, at all. First of all, but,
2: the question is hmm? um are you excited for the reboots? hmm Uh switching of the engine. How do you feel about that? And overall restructuring of the team.
3: Well, restructuring of the team always happens with game companies, right? If they if they have to shift stuff, uh, go from project to project, they're restructuring. Sometimes uh, when they need to shift funds or have less funds or more, right, uh, they need to do stuff about that. Um, now, about the games moving to UE5, right? I think it could be good and a bad thing. Like, some people that are pure Halo would not like it because they like, this Halo does feel great, right? Uh, I do want to say,
2: for me, it is the best experience I had. Most users Halo. are not going to know they switched an engine. What? You don't, <laughs> so, you don't think so?
0: I do. I think they will.
3: Well, I, I don't, do, I don't I do want to say when you had to uh, Frost... Casual Frostbite, users are not going to do any difference. The Frostbite engine, right? I, I do not say this about Halo, but the Frostbite engine from, um, I think it was Battlefield? Uh, or another IP like you 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 know that is a Frostbite engine at that point and the there's a, sometimes there is a difference when you go from engine to engine the just
2: we know it's uh, a uh, difference I'm just saying you know the how normal you feel.
3: The, the 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 people that don't play games that much like we do right the I don't want to say casuals because I don't think it's the right word for this. But um, most people will not, indeed, will not see that it's a new engine, right? But you do, you do feel it's always something about a particular engine. Just you know, you know if you, if you, know. But I think I think it could be good or bad thing. Like we'll have to see. They have to experiment. I mean, UE five is a fantastic engine, right? From all the stuff we've seen with the lumen and the and, uh, and the polygons, how many polygons you can have on the screen, right? With uh, all the ray tracing effects and all the lighting and all that stuff. It looks so cool. I would be interested to see what they can do with it, yeah. But do they have to change? I mean, this Halo was the best Halo for me that I've played so far, so they would not have to change
2: for me. And now we know. You Knowing's at exactly the battle. Thank you, Flamish. Ah, now we got Paul again. He's back. I, I, sorry, Paul. I just had to calm you down. You're coming for for um, Clowns. I couldn't let you just come for him like that. You got to back off, man. You, you're a little aggressive. But um, well, I'm going to let you go because I know this is your thing. I want to hear it. I want to hear how you feel about the, the changes in restructuring the team. How you feel about the changes I'm going for unreal with slipstream yeah. and then how do you feel about he is getting this reboot
1: well it's going to be interesting because it's not like this isn't going to be an overnight thing it's going to be a couple of years before we see the the new halo how do and we know not gonna, how do we know we know okay they've been <laughs> it felt like they're gonna flip a switch tomorrow there you go they've already said They're going to continue to support the what they have now until it's ready. So you're looking at least a year or two out, probably.
2: I mean, Unreal Five
1: is easy. Oh, it's it's Uh, okay. You're you're, but it's not plug and play. They're not going to the assets from Slipstream may not be, you know, compatible with Unreal Five. They're going to have to rebuild some of it. I'm. I'm just saying so, that you can convert those over pretty,
2: pretty easy. Just uh, saying. Yeah,
1: well, no, you you we, since we don't know the difference between the two engines, you can't say that It's been a lot going from Unreal Four to Unreal Five. I, well, the base. Well, I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to do that
2: with you, Paul, because you know you you'll go no, back. Please for it, don't you know? do that
1: with me. Yeah. But
2: what I but all I'm saying is <laughs> that you know I agree that it could be.
1: And I'm also saying it may not be. Yeah, well, I mean, what? So you're thinking it'll be six months and it'll be going ta-da. No, I don't think so. I mean, you know. Theoretically, they're building the game from the ground up, dude.
2: I agree, but it's based off something. There is a code there.
1: There is a code, but we don't know, again, how close is the code. You know, Slipstream... I mean, as many issues as they had with Slipstream and making it do what they wanted it to do, it's got to be quite a bit different than the Unreal stuff they've been used to using. And even in the the engine's capabilities itself. So, there's a reason it was delayed the way it was and that Forge took as long as it did because they had to build those tools from scratch. Yeah. I mean, I got that, just... I understand that. I mean, are you
2: cool with it? Do you feel confident? I'm, yeah.
1: Well, I'm like I said, I'm I'm I like the slipstream engine. I, I played the single player campaign. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It felt right, you know, the movement, the way it handled, it just felt better than the previous iterations to me. And hopefully they can move some of that over. And like I said, I hope it's not the death of slipstream. You know. I hope they manage to uh, find another use for it. I think a lot of it, and I've said this before, I think a lot of it with Slipstream was, and the idea with Halo was they bit off more than they could chew. Their their, their, their eyes were bigger than their stomach. Um, mm. They didn't know what they were getting into because they thought they were going to be able to do all this cool stuff. Well, when they go to do it, all of a sudden it's a lot harder than it, you know, they thought it was going to be. So what What about the
2: restructuring of teams dude? I mean
1: we've really, since since that wasn't strictly just a, a Microsoft thing as far as all the layoffs and stuff, we really don't know what that's all about, you know and but yeah it, it's a bummer that many people have lost their jobs as have and I think it's gonna it will be interesting to see the uh who gets moved where. Because, like I said, they're going to continue to make sure that the uh, current iteration keeps running, which means some of the some of the people are going to have to stay on the slipstream side and just keep things functioning until the new thing is ready to go. So, okay. But well, I just
2: say, man, listen, I kind of I, I kind of align with clowns a little bit, right? I don't feel like Halo plays like a modern shooter. I'm sorry i'm I'm being honest. I play a lot of games and a lot of shooters, and it feels like Halo 3 to me. And I generally think that one uh, my understanding of how the um, Unreal Engine, works is it does have a lot of plug and play it has a lot of built-in automation that makes things easier um so you don't have to do a lot of the manual tasks that uh the last iteration you
1: yeah had but, to do. but even but even with all that plug and play even the games that have started on unreal 5 are taking a while to put together there you know
2: i'm not just dis- i'm not discounting what you're saying Paul. i'm just giving my little thought.
1: Um, I know. I and mean, I'm just saying that, you know, yes, it's plug and play. Yes, it speeds things up a bit, but it's not speeding game development up to where instead of three years, it's taking one. Well, I, I'm you just
2: know. I'm just putting it out here. Right. So, yeah,
0: uh,
2: Square, you, Square Enix had their own uh, engine that they were using for the development of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And they started over three times until they decided, well, you know, we're just going to go with Unreal and complete this game. They were able to complete the game in a year and a half after they switched to Unreal. So it does only be, and the main thing is not because Unreal is superior in any way. It's more like because the tools automate a lot of things for you. So you don't have to do a lot of the building um, that you have to do on your own, such as if you use Unity or something else. So that's why. But it's also more expensive to buy those features. I mean, let's be real. Anybody wants to go play around Unreal, you can. It is free. Um, what's not free is the features. So um, i just throwing that out there. Uh, at the end of the day, restructuring has to happen. If you're not delivering, things got to change. And if you are viewed as effing up something you shouldn't be effing up, and I'm not saying they are, but I'm just saying if it's viewed that way by your boss, things got to change. Restructuring happens. It is what it is. Um, doesn't mean that 343 has gone away. It's just not going to be the ones that are developing on the game anymore. It's just more like a. Uh, uh supervisory role so um and i do think that the unreal engine can provide halo with those those uh, the I atmosphere and the mechanics and and the action feel of the and all the things that makes certain games feel great because there's lots of them i can name them i mean hell destiny is basically halo but just call destiny but look at how the guns feel. Look at how every weapon feel when you shoot them. Look at how the interaction between you and the opponent are. Everything. That's what Halo should be. It should be on that level or better. But, you know, we... This, hang on, hang on. I was just saying, that's how I feel about it. And I'm only being critical because I care. I actually like Halo, but... I generally feel like it's lacking, not because of the IP or even the content, it's because they they have not adapted and evolved. Right when when Titanfall one hitting hit Xbox One, it was something we never seen before. People running off walls, hitting you know uh, hitting the uh, The lines dropping titans and it was it felt like a huge battlefield because they had the the AI things controlled from the Azure cloud. It was like crazy. Right. Um, We had all kinds of different thing, different shooters. I mean, uh, clowns mentioned uh, Overwatch and I realized Overwatch is a different kind of game um, and I understand hero shooters um, are a different kind of game. And But I think what he was trying to say is, um, instead of everybody being a faceless Spartan, how come we can't have an identity to um, attach ourselves to the character we're playing as? Every Spartan fights differently. I mean, if you watch Halo 5 entrance, the entrance, that whole opening was a crazy opening. How come Halo don't play like that? How come and don't play like how that looks? That's the way it should play. It should be crazy. We're talking about 300 plus pound Titans flipping tanks. We should be able to jump in and out of stuff, punch people, kick, blow something up and keep it moving. It should be fast action, crazy, insane stuff. That's just my um, opinion on updating. And, and I hope they do go in that direction because it's seriously if you want Halo to appeal to the masses and not just the fans and this goes for Gears too, you have to appeal by opening up game mechanics that everyone can attach themselves to. It has to be appealing to the masses. You can't make something free to play and think that's going to be good enough. That is not good enough. Okay? Apex Legends is basically Titanfall but with what um but a hero shooter. Oh, yeah,
0: that's another yeah.
2: that's another good point. I mean they could the
0: make, they can make Halo it, it, more like Apex.
2: It Legends. is a better royale, but but they're they are individual heroes with individual skills that look different. So you can identify with different characters. And the point I'm making is not to be that game, but to um give everyone like if you look at the it's just like doing business, man, you gotta do a survey and look at the atmosphere what is what is selling
1: where's the kaboom there was you can't supposed to be sell earth shattering kaboom
2: halo <laughs> halo is halo but you can't keep selling the same thing and expect the, uh, a different result and your are in your adoption rate is not going up the only way your adoption rate goes up think about call of duty You know why people are addicted to Call of Duty? Because it's fast and it's easy and the way the guns feel when you shoot.
0: Well, there's no strategy. People don't really have to think when they... Well, I'm not
2: talking about the gameplay. I'm just talking about how it feels when you play that character, right? When you shoot the game. So what I'm getting at is that feel of satisfaction that, you know, um, the interaction between you and that other person and being able to see should you engage this the enemy, by having some sort of indicator that they're about to die and all that stuff, and they're different people, right? Have those that identity you mentioned because they're a different faction altogether. Um, and and you know, Gears has a different factions, right? You either playing bad guys or good guys, so it helps identify with those. And every person in Gears is a different person.
0: And uh, right? PK, um,
2: we all played same. Sir,
0: Sir X Men did a super chat. I'm just going to bring it back up. Uh, He said it loves Horizon 3, Hot Wheels, better than Horizon 5. You know, the Hot Wheels uh, DLC, awesome.
2: Love it. So I'm not going to beat it up. I just want to get my stick. So I don't disagree with everyone's point of view. I'm just saying from my point of view, my experience, I believe that uh, restructure is needed in order to make uh, Halo successful. And not just do Halo. Do spinoffs. Do different kinds of Halo games. You got so many stories to tell. Tell them.
3: So that's all I'm saying. Uh, I do have a follow-up question for you, PK. If you talk about different Halo experience, we didn't do... Uh, so we also we already got some. We got that RTS game. We got uh,
2: the twin stick shooter type game,
1: right? I know, I know,
2: um, I know. We have those, but those are different types of games. So the only spinoff was done by Bungie and that was Reach. What I'm saying is yeah. it you you got to keep doing that. Right? Mm-hmm. You expand the world. I'm not saying make an RTS... Only people that like RTSs is the people that like RTSs. That's not appealing to the masses. People don't care. Right? I'm so saying, you want to be more like Reach kind of stuff, right? I, just different well, I'm not saying... I'm not saying copy and paste. I'm saying um, expand. You got a huge universe. It's like Star Wars, right? Not every Star Wars game is the same, but not every story is the same either. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look, look uh, What's the Star Wars game? Brand new story. Responded and knocked it out the park. We ain't never seen nothing like that, but it was dope. So why can't that? Why can't that be repeated? That's not the main storyline. Right? hmm That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping moving because there's some actual indirect news with Microsoft that I wanted to talk about. And that's the FTC um lost their uh court battle in California against Meta, um, obtaining this uh up upst- uh upstarting uh VR company, and it was a vertical um, acquisition kind of like uh, the ABK deal, and they lost that suit, meaning this is a prelude to what will happen to the MTC versus um, Microsoft, again, with the ABK deal. So I, the reason I brought this up, because I, I, at least I had thought, and this is the way I view it, because I believe that they wanted to win to use that as case law against microsoft in their uh, lawsuit and they were not successful and i'm gonna go to Flemish because i don't know how Flemish or even flamish knows how this works so um and it's okay if you don't just tell me the best you can on what you think is going on here
3: um well, I actually, I have no idea. To be honest, I'm just not versed at all in the whole SEC company kind of stuff. Um, just,
2: just at the end of the day, do you think the deal will go through for Microsoft? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: I think it will go through. Well, that's a win think... in
2: your book. You didn't totally L and F that up. There you go.
3: No, 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 all. I think Microsoft has a big like to stand on in this case. Um, I mean, it, 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 it's all about just that Call of Duty. Like, all the other stuff doesn't even matter, so to speak. They're just all talking about the Call of Duty stuff,
2: right? Well, everything matters, but, you know, Sony, Sony just announced their uh, earnings, you know, mm-hmm. which I think is evidence going to be held against them, <laughs> you know. What, what um, was, how was that? Uh, you know, their profit is up. They're the leading selling consoles. So, I mean, you
3: know. Well, they but, mo- made them more expensive as well. I mean, of course, they are going
2: to make more money. <laughs> right? Right. So, uh, at, and, and that's that's good. That's that's enough for me, there Flemish. You don't even have to dig. I'm going to go to Paul because Paul, no, ain't no sorry. This, this is a discussion. You might learn something here. Let, because Paul is ready to teach us. Let's go. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the fact that Ms. Khan has lost, what is this, case number seven? <laughs> you know, her, her track record at the FTC is not going well. Um, but yeah, I think they were going to try to use this as a case point against Microsoft. And since it failed, it is a bad sign that she thinks that it's going to, that she'll do any better, and she's probably still going to try, you know. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, it's just not working out for her.
2: Yeah, but I mean,
1: she, she her job is an appointment, so you know, either way, she's not like she's not going to lose her job because I, I doubt, I doubt you know, uh, our president gives a crap enough to go. Yeah, she got to go, you know. <laughs> I mean. uh, yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh,
2: they have done some good things, right? They're trying to abolish oh, yeah. uh, non-compete clauses and contracts, which I, I was a victim of, and things of that nature, which are great. Um, some things but I it's think when, she's doing. When it's, it too,
1: it's, it's when her personal agenda gets in the way of her actually doing her job, which is kind of what we're seeing here, it, that it becomes an issue,
2: you know? So you think it's her personal agenda?
1: Yeah, because she went in saying she was going to, you know, stop, you know, monopolies and heavy mergers and stuff like that. That she went in with that attitude and she sees this, you know, and even when they said we're no longer going to try to tell them what they need to do to fix the deal, we're just not going to allow these illegal deals. And she never every time she makes that statement that illegal deals, she never explains what she's talking about.
2: You know, gotcha. it's, it's, it's how she feels.
1: Right. You're not okay so, with people yeah, she, uh, sharing their feelings, yeah well? It's, uh to me, it's like, uh you know, when, it, when a judge makes a ruling based on what they feel, not based on the law, you know, well, I'm going to rule against this because I don't like it. Well, you know, give, give us a real reason, you know, because, <laughs> you Okay. And so I, I have issues with that. I think I don't think she's doing her job as intended.
2: Do you think the deal will go
1: through? I, I do think the deal will go through. I, I think they're gonna exactly what's gonna happen is what they've said is if it goes through with EU and CMA, they're gonna go ahead and do it, and then the FTC will have to take them to court. That, that gotcha. would be the FTC's only uh remedy at that turn is to go to a full court, not their FTC hearing thing. It will be a full blown sitting in front of a judge, having to explain yourself. Right. Hey, I just want to give a shout out
2: to others. Inc. Let me tell you, man, I appreciate you coming through. I understand you giving up some gaming time to be here with us. And we just want to say, thank you. Uh, you always, uh, hanging out with everyone on every daggone podcast. I don't know how you do it, but appreciate you coming through. Um, and I, and I want to put out there and say listen I'm not against Halo I just want to let you know I do love it but I have critiques and it's mainly because I want it to be better so just just uh, keep that in mind RTSs are uh great but they are niche like you only have people that love them there's nothing wrong with them and some people may not know they might like them until they try them just like you so um shout out to all game types um so uh I want to say, Clowns, can we get a poll up? I want to hear I want to see how crazy this gets. I want to know if the chat can tell me what is better, Call of Duty or Halo.
3: Ooh, that's brutal. I want to wow. poll.
2: I want to poll and I want to see who what is better, Call of Duty or Halo. And I didn't and know. then I want Clowns to tell me about what he thinks about the shifting. And, and, and the, um, you know, the, the change of the, well, we already went through that. But um, at the end of the day, this, that's what I want everybody to talk about. But, yes, is the Halo versus Call of Duty. I really want to see all of the fans, because, you know, Lemon likes both. i like, see, you know, I'm split. I can't do. <laughs> and I want to see what he does. Paul, I want to see Paul's. Well that uh, pineapple stamp on
0: it. Kinda wanna kinda wanna jump in this whole this yeah. whole uh, meta thing that you guys are talking oh, yeah. about. So, yeah, so I wanna to... so basically and what's very interesting about this, right, is that it was a California judge um, that decided on Wednesday to deny the Federal Trade Commission. Now, as we all know yeah, it was. California is a very liberal standpoint and usually favors um, People over corporations, except sometimes tech corporations. So it's a really interesting point. However, the sealed decision from federal judge Edward Davila, San Jose, California, does not preclude the agency from pursuing a separate case to block the deal. Separately, Mm -hmm. Davila did issue a temporary restraining order prohibiting Meta from closing the transaction for a week while the FTC decides whether to appeal Wednesday's ruling. Meta and FTC has declined to comment to Bloomsburg and MarketWatch. So basically, the judge is telling FTC, hey, if you decide to appeal this, you have one week to appeal this. And and I'm sure somewhere in the word in there, it's got to be like there's got to be good reason to appeal my decision. And if Mm -hmm. they can't come up with it, you know, it's obviously going to go through. And I think with Lena Kahn in the FTC chair, she wants to bring back the pre-1987 uh, FTC where they were just gung-ho about going after anybody that they pursued as a monopoly or antitrust violation. And there's, there's upsides to that and there's downsides to that, right? I mean, the Microsoft case, she was using that to make a name for herself to try and make case law. I don't think it was the right case for her to pick. There's so many other cases out there that she could have chose, and she just happened to choose this because this was in the public spotlight. People on social media were crying. Um, Sony was visiting law. Lo- I can't say they were visiting lobbyists, but the media made assumptions to the fact that Sony was spending time overseas with the uh, the CMA and the EU. CMA, yeah the the British Commission. So oh. you know, it's just. I think Lena Khan just saw this as an opportunity to say, hey, we can, we can make a name for ourselves to show that we can stand up to any big corporation. doesn't matter who it is. We win, we lose. It doesn't matter. All we're attempting to do is establish new case law and we're going to, we're going to lose as many as possible just to get one case law passed. And I think that is her motive and operations agenda, right? Like, I think that's her plan. Um, the bad part about this is that it can go two ways for her career. one, he will bolster her career depending on the next election or two uh, it just might end her career as FTC chair mm. at the same time you know it's it's a it's a really weird situation for her to be in and to choose this out of so many other things that are more vital and important. Um, I'd rather see FTC and the National Labor Board pursue more about anti-union busting behavior than stopping a big corporation like Microsoft from purchasing Activision Blizzard, which is beneficial not only to consumers, but it's beneficial to Activision Blizzard because without this deal, Activision Blizzard, they have so many pending lawsuits from what I understand the media. That's talked about. There's so many pending lawsuits. This deal would kind of save Activision Blizzard. It would give their employees a stronger voice. It would give them more empowerment as employees. It would be a better work environment um, from what different media outlets has described. So they win the employees and consumers win because then these services would come to they would have more money to fund these services and they'd come to Xbox, possibly some of them in Game Pass, but yet they wouldn't necessarily be taken away from other consoles either, and I think that's the fear, right? There's fear in here where they're like, oh, well, if this still goes through, then, man, we can't play this on Sony, man, we can't Let's, play this let, on Nintendo. Oh, wow, my goodness.
2: I, not to cut you up, bro. Let's just be real. That's not what they care, they care about. You know what it really no. is? It's, the, it's that idea that if we can le- if they level the playing field and actually compete that is a threat. We don't want them to compete. We want to stay on top. So we don't want that to happen. Well that's Sony you want to keep up. Well it's not just Sony, it's fans too. That's that's what well, it really the, is. The, the Sony
0: Yeah, the Sony fans, Sony. But Lena Cotton's position is I don't think takes either side. I think she's just using this to her advantage to make a complaint. Yeah. Right. She's just a, she's just, at the end of the day, she's just another politician who is using different tactics that the media has poised out there but for she her got, to take advantage. Is she
2: married? Is she married? Yes. She got married? Is is does he like women? I'm just ask. I just want to make sure. Maybe maybe she just needed being taken out on a date or something.
0: No. That's wow. Oh, oh wow. my god. Jesus. Wow. I Just want. What? It's a fair question. No, no. That's a fair question. Sir X-Men, thank you so much. He says, bothers me the FTC don't go after banks or lenders. Yeah, I mean, there's so much other stuff that they could go Mm. after, right? So I agree with you. This is just not the thing that they should bank their namesake on. And yesterday, Sony filed for their third extension on the Microsoft subpoena. Why are they getting so many chances to extend? Um, I'm not sure. I I, I think that's kind of crazy, but it is what it is, (laughs) right? It is what it is.
3: Yo, a question is that sorry? No, go ahead. I do want to know, like, the subpoena and all the extensions, right? Uh, is that normal? Can you do that up
1: to three times, or does that normal? They can do it as long as the uh, judge lets them.
0: Yeah, or as long as the Children. FTC administration <laughs> yeah. lets them. So it, yeah, Sony so. is just buying time as much time as they can in this situation. Yep. Because Sony has aired so much dirty laundry with all these filings of Microsoft. Well, I mean, and, they got a
2: deadline. I mean, there is they can't get no more extensions than April. They have no choice after that.
0: Well, they just requested another extension yesterday on yeah. the FTC post yeah. it. So, I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it's like, why draw this out any further? Sony has, they're wasting money on this. They could be using that money to better PS Now or other services or, or make a real competitor to Game Pass. And instead, they're wasting money on trips and potential lobbying or whatever you want to call it to talk to different politicians and meetings. Just get back into the business of what you're there for, making games, making stuff exciting for your players this at the end of the day, this, I don't think will even hurt Sony's market share. Um, if this deal goes through, because I believe I solely, wholly heartedly believe that Microsoft will have cod on multiple platforms. It's to take it away from one. Well, they've said.
1: They will. They, they've said straight up. They're going to,
0: but oh, yeah. Sony claims they don't believe him. But the thing is, COD makes money because it's multiplied. <laughs> COD makes money because Clowns, people I, I'm jump sorry. In and
2: play. I I'm sorry. I have to. Look, everyone in the chat, shout out to Dinks. That's my sister out there. She in there. And then we got Kima. He came through rolling up. Thank you for coming through. And definitely Gravit God. Uh I think Gravit has made my point. I want to just say maybe I'm right. About this whole thing and why she's doing this, I think that maybe she's just not exactly happy, and she needs to get happy. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh. Oh, so you're basically saying, yeah, okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. She needs man. Somebody needs to to take her out for
2: the. uh, I mean, her husband. I mean. If if he identified, I don't know what he did. It, it you PK's know her getting messy. If he needs to go ahead and Valentine's Day, go ahead and, and buy some some products, and then go on a, on a vacation for about five days until she come back walking funny. If she's not, you know, she's
0: uh,
2: that's oh, the problem. PK. Hey, listen, that's real. We come on, man. We adults. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed exactly. to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Hey, listen. Honestly, oh it, it is funny. Listen, let me just say, I am. I think that, that that is... Everything you said was right, everything everyone has feelings about, I think is super accurate. I just wanted to point out there that she appears to be uh, disappointed. And we don't know why. I do believe you are right because she don't play video games because she needs a hobby, man, and she she ain't got no dog at home, so some got happy. That's all I'm saying.
0: So, Sir Axman and uh, Mister Kima said that she is pregnant. I don't know, but they said that I don't know
2: she's pregnant. I don't. know. Still, she could be still unhappy, dude. I mean, still. Just saying, but Sir X-Man is a stalker, so I, I appreciate that, man. Um, getting all that deets on that person there. Because I didn't know. Mm. I'm just joking, bro. Uh, don't take it out on me f- for sure. Look, we getting close to the time, so there's, uh, let's see what else we can fit in here.
0: High Five Rush.
2: It. Oh, yeah. So let's do that. Let's talk about some good stuff. Yo, so since the uh, Shadow Drop and High Five Rush, right? I see a lot of people, you know, losing their minds. I mean, High Five Rush is living rent-free and some uh, people's minds that want to downplay it, you know, all these good stuff. Let me just say, like, now I, it's not just my opinion. It's a phenomenal game. I mean, you got people like Paul Tassie, who is a, a Ford's writer, who is definitely a PlayStation guy defending this game. So, you know, if he's out defending this game, it's got to mean something, like, he, he telling them, no, you got to back off of this one. This one. I found that interesting. So um, it, the, the report came out because I know a lot of people say, you know, it's game pass, it you, dropping driving $30, blah, blah, blah. But there was another game that dropped in the same week, and that was forespoken. And remember, we just got through talking about Square, talking about, ah, we need to go global. We can't make money. And it's like, this is what you're doing to yourself, dog. That's why you can't make money. You, you're doing all these exclusive backdoor deals and then then your games come out like this and then you're like, can't make money. So that game launched at 70. It has mass amount of advertisement. High-fire rush to this day, I still haven't seen any kind of advertisement or, or commercials. Um, but the report came out that it has not only outsold and outperformed uh, Forspoken but in triple digits and um, has, and this is Steam, we're not even talking about Xbox this is Steam, and it has made the top 10 list on the best selling games of the month and looking at Forspoken, it didn't make it in the top 10, the top 20 or the top 30 ouch so, I'm going to go with Clowns. How do you feel about this? And what about the success of the actual game that's actually good?
0: So, here's what I'm going to say is, right? I think when I first saw Hi-Fi Rush, I was a little hesitant. I mean, it, it wasn't necessarily my style of game. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It really, you know, I, I like the fact that it was a stealth drop. I liked the fact that it looked great. Rhythm games are not usually my style of game, and I was a little hesitant, to be honest. But I was like, you know, I got to check this out and try it because I can't judge it without playing it. And once I played it, like, everything just fits so well. The game is beautiful. It's For me, it's like a 9.5 out of 10. I mean, the the rhythm fits, the mechanics fit, the animation fits, the story fits. It's all there. 100% for a stealth drop game, something that was so quiet for so long, and bam, it just comes out like this. Nobody had a chance to review it. Nobody Ooh. had a chance to slam it. Exciting stuff, man. Like, wow, we got so lucky to get something like this shadow dropped um, in Game Pass for, for people that have Game Pass. And if you don't have Game Pass, it even did well on Steam. People bought it on Steam to play it. So this speaks volumes. You know, It's I mean, not-
2: and, and, and and I'm going to try to cut you out. I just want to ask you specifically. For a game that costs more than less than half and generated that much revenue on Steam alone, we're not even talking about nothing else. What do you think about that? What does that say to you?
0: Uh, It says to me that people do value quality over quantity. This is a quality Mm. title. And to make a quality game, you don't necessarily have to have the biggest budget, the biggest studio whatever all the the bells and whistles that we see with AAA A studios right this game wasn't necessarily a huge budget game, but yet it brought in so many fans together as if it was a major budget title and it had absolutely no marketing no <laughs>
2: I don't. I haven't no. seen
0: something like that in ages. Like, this is this is setting a new trend, man. This is great. So, I hope we get more like this. I know it took them some time to make this game. And I'm just hoping for another Shadow Drop this year. I mean, I got excited for it. Hoping for more. I mean, I just don't know what's out there. Just keep my hopes up. Oh, it's so good. If you haven't played it, you've got to go play it. And if you look at this, you're like, oh, I'm not into anime. I'm not into rhythm games. I thought the same thing.
2: First of all, it's not a rhythm
1: game. It's an action game with rhythm in it.
2: Exactly.
0: That's the biggest misconception, <laughs> and, right? People... And
1: and it's a platformer. Boy, is it a platformer.
0: Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah. This is a game you, you definitely should check out. If you have the opportunity, I'd say check it out.
2: All right, Flemish. Yes. Did you see the success that Half-Life uh, Rush had on Steam? And we're not talking about Xbox. We know it was successful there, but Steam is mm-hmm. a big telling in my mind because that everyone bought the game there. They also yeah. bought Forspoken, which is not on Xbox, so this is why I'm using this because here's a determining factor.
3: Wait, Forspoken is on Xbox?
2: No, it's not. No, not right okay. now. What? It will be later, but not right now. So on Steam, we have Forespoken, which is $70. And we have Hi-Fi Rush for $30. Now you would think it would take Hi-Fi Rush at least three three copies to outsell one copy of Forespoken. But according to the data, it has outsold it three by three times as much even though it's it costs less, and um, has a ninety nine percent user review versus or spoken sitting at a mixed fifty six percent says no, don't like it.
3: Well, first of all, PK, you are wrong. I can actually buy the game right now on Xbox and play
2: it uh, for eighty bucks. <clears throat> you can um, you can definitely buy it on PC, but you cannot um, buy it on Xbox. Uh, says I, Xbox.
0: I don't know what's going on, but Flemish is correct. I just checked; they have a store page for it on Xbox already. Yeah,
2: there's a store page on Xbox. Yeah, they they always had a store page, but they uh, pushed off the ability to play it until later. So, but get to the point. This is
3: okay, to... okay. So first of all, first of all, I think um, for me, the I think the reason why hi Fire Rush is doing this well on Steam right, first of all, is because it is something different, it's something we don't see too much, right? Forspoken is an open-world game. The, the All the attention it had with all the marketing wasn't the best. I've seen a lot of doubts, a lot of people that weren't too happy with the marketing of the game, how the character was portrayed in the marketing, and it, it looked like it had mixed, right, from the start already. Uh, the visual didn't look too great for most people, which I don't understand because I think the game looks gorgeous, right? Um, for, uh, on the on the side, I think the hi-fi rush is, it was a stealth drop, right? Uh, a shadow drop, like you guys say. Um, and I think it, it was the best thing they could have done in this. I think if they had, done the proper ad like they did with Forspoken on many other games like before it, they would be completely different. Right?
2: Um, so I you think, think that people it... would like Forespoken better if you did which one now?
3: No, be... I think if they did Hi-Fi Rush like they did any big marketing deal where they have a lot of commercials, a lot of stuff before, right? That it would be different because... Because this game was a shadow drop, more people were talking about it and engaging with it on the short amount of time that they did with for spoken for all this time, right? Everybody was talking about High Fire Rush, like the whole community, whole well, Twitter.
1: That's because it's good. Yeah, and it's also, exciting, and it's well, so. Even why, it why, do think, lot, even why do if it you think? Why do lot, it still would be good. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, but help me understand why you think advertisement would have knock down the ability for it to perform well no i
3: think because if it if it had a longer cycle of advertisement and then the game coming out right people lose interest if you have it instantly people value it more quickly and if they can play the game immediately they get triggered more so they buy the game more um like, faster, they don't hesit- uh, hesitate as much. Also, because there are no reviews. So, people can't even see what the ge- like how good the game is. They just have to play it in that time, right? If so, they're curious about the game, they would buy it more because there are no reviews at that time.
0: So, you're saying people base their gameplay on reviews before they buy a game?
3: I think most people do at this
1: point. Uh Okay. I'm not even gonna
0: No, I, I
2: get no. what I Wait, my every, every, it's my opinion. It's my opinion. hold on, Paul. Every,
1: every, every, every time every ego's
2: head just exploded. Oh. oh, I got you, bro. I got you. You going next. <laughs> just hold just you know what I'm saying? Don't don't pull off your Superman shirt yet. Just give me a second. Let me just go <laughs> ahead and finish. I know you can't wait. Now I'm, I'm I'm gonna let the gate out and you go in. I ain't gonna say nothing. Well, <laughs> he going to come for you. I don't even know what to say. You better yeah, rub that I pink mean, thing around it's your a, neck. It's okay. That's all I got to say. You be rubbing that pink thing with Paul about the door. <laughs> you, can, you can have a
3: different opinion. Just in my opinion, I think the game did better because it was a shadow drop. If it was just a long marketing campaign, and it was, then would be way different because people read reviews, people watch reviews. That's why we have reviewers making content on YouTube in the first place, right? Uh, there are a lot of people that do watch that, uh, but because there are no no stuff like that at all at that point in time when the game came out, and it just looked interesting and different than most games we have right now like for Spoken, which is another open world title with a big open world, and all this stuff to do, and checklist and um, um, th- that I think it was the best uh, thing they could do for, for, uh, uh, for Hi-Fi Rush. I would, so, I'm not saying that it would be worse if it didn't, right? I'm just saying it would be different. I do not know if it would be better or worse.
2: I'm just saying it would be different. And I'm not trying to cut you out there, Flaming I just want uh, clowns to get the super chat before we pass over to Paul. Um,
0: Sir X Men said that game is old school. People miss that style.
2: Like, I agree. I that don't game. agree. It's not old school, Sir X Men. You are. No, it's different. Um, so is uh, so. Go ahead, Paul, and, and unleash your fury. I know you want to. You know, put on your uh, Green Lantern ring and start summoning stuff soon.
1: Oh okay. okay, Um. look, yes, it was a shadow job. Yes, the excitement was big when it came out. I don't think it would have made much of a difference if they would have advertised it before because it's a different kind of game. And just like with Guardians of the Galaxy, it's word of mouth is what's getting it out there because everybody was talking about how great it was. And even if there were no reviews, that's fine. People were putting up videos as soon as they were playing it. And word of mouth got out there fast, kind of like the way Guardians of the Galaxy had a eh, slow launch until word of mouth got out.
2: Well, that, that part know? of the problem was the marketing that time because they yeah. they yeah. they put that on the switch. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: You know, yeah, that's you know, not the version nobody want wanted to, to play that. You. <laughs> you
2: showed it on the switch.
1: <laughs>
2: that that turned but, everybody. But what off.
1: I'm saying is, is word of mouth in the gaming community is a big deal. It works. We you know we it works fast. Good, bad, or indifferent, you know. You know, if a game is crap, work word gets out fast. And and for spoken, it's really not fair to compare because when the demo for Forspoken Spoken came out, all it was was bad. Okay, I mean seriously, you know there were complaints about it all over the place. So so in their case, it bit them in the butt to get that demo out there. You know, you know. Um, but I don't think it would have made any difference with with. Um, with, with high rush. Now, now I'm every I'm glad I know he's looking have high rush from, 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 but from an accessibility standpoint I can't play it. And um, the devs are aware I can't play it. Hopefully they're looking into it. They, they actually watched me streaming it on the Ambassador Channel last week and uh, I offered to send them more. They said, no, we have enough cussing. We're good. We'll, we'll look into it. <laughs> um, but the 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 platforming especially the the quick time event stuff is so tight uh that somebody like me with hand eye coordination and reaction issue uh, issues um can i i can't play the game that well um and i want to it's they, a they fun have,
2: game they have accessibility options there paul
1: they they're not but they 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 don't do enough to make it playable for me
2: they do auto combos and make it so that the uh okay
1: okay you're okay go ahead you tell me that even okay never mind i'm not telling you anything i, I was just saying- you, you are you're telling me that they they're there i'm telling you they're not Okay. so um
3: hold on I'll, I'll I'll rephrase the question for um I'll refer'll I'll make a question for it because I'm interested what exactly was it that you why you couldn't play a game because I'm interested in knowing because of all the stuff that it's I've seen the quick time
1: stuff system. it's like when on some of the ends when you go to get to the ends of each each part of the fight with some of the bosses you have to mm-hmm. do like in time you got to look like, uh well in my case I set it up so it's always X, yeah. so it's uh, a set of XXX x hold x other the hold x and those things are so tight in their timing that I can't react fast enough to to, to complete the sequence. Yeah, so, I, I got you. Um, and, and and it is designed to get a little more
2: challenging as time goes on, so I get it. Um, yeah, but they and do they have...
1: have and and some of the uh, some of the timed platforming jumps and giant turns and stuff are just. It's the same problem I always have with time yep. platforming is, you know, it's just sometimes it's too tight and it would be nice if you could slow it down just a little bit as an accessibility option. Some games do it or like in the case of the QuickTime events, like I pointed out to them and they admitted it. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. That, that um, like um, what's it called? Uh, L.A. Noir. after you fell, failed a quick time sequence or a chase sequence three times. It would give you the option to skip that sequence and move on with the story. You know, I got something you. like that would go far in this game. You I think that's to. a fair you know, ask. It's an option. You don't have to do it, that's, it's an option. Yeah. I, I got you. Yeah. I think that's a fair yeah.
2: ask. Um, and I think that's a good uh, feature to add to the game. I was yeah. just saying that they do have them, you know, like they the have some.
1: They have some, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I'm just saying, I don't want. I don't want the viewers to go think, oh, they don't have any, but they, you know, it could be definitely improved, like you said, to add some, uh, some extra ones to uh, add the, the little layers since, you know. Right. And it's not, nothing against you It's more like, we just want to be clear in what we're saying, you know, don't want to uh, give the wrong idea like I do all the time is give yeah. the wrong message. So um, that being said, uh, I, I, get to that time so i want to wrap up unless paul has one more item on that actually i do have one no. more question what Go ahead. what do you feel about the success versus um on steam right we're just talking about steam um versus forespoken knowing it sold triple and it's cost i mean if half. you
1: think about it that's wild if you think about it that really is wild that they've managed to do that um I mean, Forspoken's not even top thirty, right? And, and it just goes to speak to the issues that they have with Forspoken. You know, I, I, am, I played the demo a little bit. the The controls for me were a little convoluted. Um, you know, when they're trying to explain to you how to do everything, it's like, God, this is a lot to get. You know, well, you got to switch to this character with this button who have this kind of attack or defense or whatever. It's like, really, it's. <laughs> You know, it's just there's a lot to it. I'd need to play it more before I could really get into it. But hopefully, they will uh, listen I, to the the yeah. the um the critiquing and say, okay, we need to make this better. You know, I'm sure some they people are perfectly fine with it the way it is. Some people you're, are, per- but but
2: a lot of celebrity people
1: are Everybody listens to you. I'm not a celebrity. Stop that. I do believe you are <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: hey, listen. <laughs> Um, at the end of the day, I agree. I think that if you find something, because again, I didn't even know the accessibility options exist when I played through it the first time. Um, and honestly, there could be more, and it could be more to let people know that it exists because I didn't even know. Until right. you know, graphic guy told me there was something. There. I was like, really? I didn't even know. <laughs> So uh, I think that's a big deal and asking for better options. Definitely being the ambassador of uh, the people, the people's champ, you know, is a good thing for all. So I uh, appreciate you uh, putting that out there and definitely submitting your your uh, feedback um, so other gamers can enjoy the game for sure. Because it is a great I, I
1: actually, I was actually impressed at all that they watched me play. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Right, so I'm just
2: gonna give my two cents. And um, I just wanna say, first of all, uh, I'm not like Paul, I like things tight. So, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. And uh, we could keep it playing, I'll play anything. Uh, but overall, you know, I think this is a huge telling. Um, and, and honestly, it's not really to go against Forspoken, it's the fact that Forspoken has so much marketing. And I think part of... It, there's a lot here, right? I wanted Forspoken to be great because I was actually excited for it, but seeing how it turned out is pretty disappointing. Um, I do not like cliche, uh, stereotype, stereotypic uh, pre- presentations of black and brown people, and I generally feel like this is what it is and it turns me off. Um, I do not like... The dialogue or how the story is, and it, I, I, and honestly, if I don't like the protagonist or the character I'm playing, I'm not gonna play the game, and that's just what it is. There's nothing you could do. I don't care how much somebody tries to sell it. All it gets better in, in chapter seven, but it, the game ends in chapter eight, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not waiting in chapter seven to like her. I want to like her and, and and be intimately attached as I'm playing through the game from day one. And that's not, that's not how she's written, unfortunately. Um, Hi-Fi Rush was definitely a hit when I seen it. I played it, loved it, beat it, playing through it again, loved this game. And the, diff- the reason why I look at this as significant on the Steam being outselling for spoken by Triple Digits is the difference between Steam... And the PlayStation, Xbox community is there's no piece of plastic between them. Steam just buys games they want to play and enjoys them. And all the, user, all the reviews on Steam are by users. Right? Yep. They are, this is not Metacritic. These are verified people. So if 99% of everyone love and the last time I checked it was over 5,000 reviews from users, mm-hmm. 99% and then you go to Forspoken, it's like 2,000, and it's sitting at a 56% no. That is a huge telling to me. So, uh, past the console wars, we're just talking about games here. Uh, congrats to Microsoft for, or Xbox, the Xbox team, for definitely not only surprising us with this, but giving us a, a glance at what the future is going to have. Um, I feel like this game is polarizing because um, it has the bright colors, the fast movement, no loading screens, the art style. This is done by a lot of Japanese artists and and animators. All the flashy uh, movements and everything. This is what makes anime popular. The more games you make like this, the more people are going to want to play it, period. Just being honest. You want to know the, the, you want to get a niche and find a win. That's how you get it. That's what you do. I'm not saying first-person games and stuff like you know, uh, Elder, not not Elder Ring. What's the other first-person game? Uh, Starfield. Starfield is a big game, but it's also first-person. But there's a lot, uh, different. There's a lot of appeal for other type of games. Don't put yourself in a box and say this is the only type of games you can play on Xbox or from the Xbox Studios you definitely got to have um, a portfolio of things that can reach every player, just like accessibility. And I don't know if anyone agrees with that, but that's just my point of view, and that's why I thought it was significant. Um, I'm not saying it's a huge win and a huge loss against PlayStation, but it's a huge win for gamers all around, and it's it's showing that taking risk. And doing things outside of the box works as long as you can implement them properly. It take time to do it right. Oh. Um, if you, yeah.
0: Oh no, go ahead. I was just going to say shout out to the chat. Paris came in. He also said happy black U S black history month in the U S and Canada. That's right. So that's right. I think that's important to celebrate uh black. Yeah. History. And, and,
2: and shout out to all the black content creators and developers um, that work on these games out here. And I've seen that too. That's a big deal. And shout out to everyone else that are making a difference in this world and everyone who has made a difference to push our culture forward, right? We wouldn't have stoplights if it wasn't for these magnificent people. And Flemish wouldn't have something to talk about his Santa Claus if it wasn't for those magnificent people. So I know he's confused. Um, so anyways, uh, at the end of the day, I want to thank everybody coming through. Listen, we got to wrap up. It's been a great time. We try to slide in almost everything. We almost got it all, but it's so much. We can only do so much in a short time. And we can't hold you all night because uh, not only do you got things to do, you know, we got things to do. And like I said, I like tight things. So we're going to get to that. Hey, uh, definitely. uh um, Share and, and like and share with your team and your friends. Get us out there. We love hanging out with you guys and cracking jokes and having fun. Uh, I love my panel. They're always good with me. You know, I got Grouchy Smurf down here at the middle. Um, I mean, no, that's Papa Smurf. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's I'm talking about, Paul. And then, then I have – I'm not even looking. <laughs> and then, I'm not then, not it's, then I got, you know, Clumsy Smurf or, or Practical Joke Smurf or something. I don't remember what he is. And then we got Handy Handy Smurf right here. Uh, what? Oh, Clowns. Clowns is Handy Smurf. I'm a grown-ass man. Look at that. Uh, Shout out to De- uh, Dink. She says she got pulled off of Destiny, which is a blasphemy. It's like against well, Dinks the law. Well, just
0: said it's the Destiny killer, basically. She
2: just said she got pulled off of Destiny. I don't destiny, think she's so being that-
0: sarcastic with the thumbs up. I think she's saying, yep, Clowns, you're right. This is finally the destiny killer. It has happened. It's the destiny killer. I know, Dinks. It's okay. We can so all I, admit it.
2: So I learned that there's unwritten rules, and one of the rules is not to t- get in between uh Dinks and Destiny. So um <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. And I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna sign we're gonna do our sign outs when we get out of here. So uh Flemish. Yes. Let's tell him where are you gonna be next. Don't mess this up because I think graphic Guy's watching. He's going to come for you and your little pleat thing should you mess this up.
3: Well, I you can find me on, first of all, you can find me over here on 4GQTV. Of course, every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. EST. Then you can find me Ooh. on my own show on Sunday, The Flemish Experience, uh, the most random show on the wild, wild internet. Uh, together with Retro Rain Gates of course which is also one of the most random shows Um, but you can find me over there at 2pm EST on Sunday and then on Tuesday evening you have Retro Rain Gates which is a show together with Graphic God and many others of the community Uh, we all love the retro games Uh, we played uh, Uh, what was it again Battletoads uh and other games um, that came out from the Xbox 360, uh, Xbox One era. Uh, going to those, so that's cool. Um, and that's at uh, seven p.m. EST. Oh my god, all these dates. And and the last thing I want to say: don't forget, uh, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out next week. So excited! Only four days and so many
2: hours left. It's the uh, Destiny killer. It's the, it's, uh, Paris says there's no such thing as a Destiny killer.
0: There's no such Every thing. Every new game now.
2: is. But
3: I, 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 yeah, I don't play Destiny anymore, so uh, um, I'm, I'm just waiting for Hogwarts Legacy. Just a couple more days. Couple more days.
2: Back to you. Okay. Alright, so Paul. Yo. It's only four of us, man, so you got a little more time to to, to talk about all your little activities just not all of them Just the the high level important ones You know
1: Okay so two, uh, let's see Tuesday Retro Renegades uh, Thursday 4GQ TV Saturday, uh, Sunday go, Good morning Xbox And the Mix Experience Monday on the Xbox Ambassador Channel uh, With my show Gaming Differently with Super Paul At 10am Pacific 1pm Eastern and then let's see what else was there. That's about it, and a bunch of different stuff throughout the week. And my you can find me on Twitter at Sereeple Paul One and Twitch at Sereeple on my personal channel. That's right.
2: You gotta keep him or you gotta hit the bell when it comes to Paul. You never know when he goes live. Um, so you just right. take you yep, by true. surprise. <laughs>
1: you
2: know, you might be t- you know in the bathroom, and then you just go live. You're like, Oh man, if- let me just post <laughs> this up. So uh clowns. While you signing out, I want you to tell me what is better, Destiny 2 or Halo.
0: That's not a fair question.
2: It is a fair question. It is a fair question. Don't be avoiding it.
0: Oh, this is the question. Uh uh, Halo. Um, so Ah Halo! So, uh, you can all find me on 4GQTV. Also, I'm going to try to keep it short because sometimes I get long-winded. But real quick, we just did an interview with Aaron Koontz from Scare Package 1 and 2, thanks to Paul, which was a really good interview. We have um, Tom Cook coming up, Super Friends, Hanna-Barbera, all that stuff. We got that scheduled. And we got one from Joe Castro that I really have to edit. It was two hours long. Um, He's from WWE, which was really good. And, uh, yeah, always check me out, uh, find us on 4 TV. posting a lot of cosplay stuff on YouTube. Um, so be sure, please, if you see our shorts on YouTube or Facebook, like comment, share them out. We're really trying to build up the cosplay community, great community out there at conventions, but thank you all for
2: watching. That's right. And you show most electrified man and all entertainment. It's your boy PK. Let me just tell you, Thank you again for everyone coming through and coming back every week and subscribing. Definitely share out. Uh, see you next week on 4GQ TV, uh, and you probably see me on Dragon's Den. And I don't know what we got coming up, but we will let you know because we do have. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and,
2: and you, we know how to use it.
0: And you can find me on uh, Retro Renegade. Sometimes having fun around with all the guys, just talking with them about video games. But yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm.
2: There you go.
1: So, uh, graphic guy getting okay. Guy. Wait, we got to tell a story. So, last month on last week on retro renegades for like the first hour, clowns was muted talking to himself the whole time. Yep, and I didn't you know.
3: question it at <laughs>
1: all. Yeah, I didn't question it, nobody was responding. So, we it, said, said
3: it. Hey, clowns, clowns, are you there? <laughs>
1: <I'm looking. laughs>
2: <gasps>
0: An hour.
1: Well, let's not let let was... that ha- let's not
2: let that happen on this show, clowns, okay. <sighs>
0: All right, well, everyone, to all all and to everyone, a jolly good night. Thank you for watching and hanging out with us. Catch us on all the podcast things out there. Good night.